Get ready for a week-long celebration of music, community and fabulous fun with Joy Radiothon 2024. Joy has the largest collection of rainbow podcast content in the world and you can help keep us out loud and proud by donating during Joy Radiothon 2024. Just go to joy.org.au slash radiothon. Mark it in your calendars because Joy Radiothon returns June 1st to 7th. And remember, we all flourish with joy. Welcome to a Joy podcast from LGBTQIA plus community radio station Joy 94.9. For more information and tons of other podcasts, head to joy.org.au. In the studio? Exactly. Now, we've got our, our, our guest in the studio. We've got Juliet Peters, who is here, to who, uh, a historian who's uh, written the catalogue for a new exhibition that is on at the city of Dandenong, uh, which is called She of Mind and Body. Uh, welcome to the show, Juliet. Welcome. Thank you for, I should say, thank you for having me. <laughs> You're yes. more than welcome. Now, Julia, we, before we talk about the exhibition and get into that a little bit, uh, we'd just like to know, get a little bit of background on our, um, our guests. So uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. How, how have you got started and where you are? Like, what have you, you know, sort of been doing to get you here? Well, I've been, uh, I've worked for 25 years at RMIT. I'm now re- now retired from there. Oh, uh, what did you lecture there? Yes, I was a lecturer in, okay. uh, uh, in design history, particularly in textiles, but I also did other media. Right. And then I've um, worked in a number of regional galleries, mostly uh, McClellan, Castle, Maine, and very for about a year at the National Gallery of Victoria. And I have also been involved with uh, free freelance curating, mostly writing essays, but also. Uh, curatorial activities on exhibitions at a number of public galleries across Australia, including Art Gallery of Queensland twice, Art Gallery of New South Wales, um, a number of regional galleries. I just recently was involved in a major project at the Ballarat Art Gallery, which was the uh, Beating About the Bush, which was looking at a new new lens on the Heidelberg School. That's right. Yeah. Looking at a sort of post-colonial modernist takes on the Heidelberg mm-hmm. School, but also trying to pull away and say there were more artists painting in this style than Tom Roberts, so there was a lot of female artists. Yeah. There were a lot of... Male artists have been unjustly forgotten. There are works that were in that gallery that hadn't been seen for five or six decades. They had just been sitting there in the storeroom and they were out on show, they were out on, finally out on show and people said, where did these works come from? And he said to them, well, they've actually been in this building for many decades, probably longer than you're, you've lived. But, um, yeah, so I've, and I've also done, worked on some exhibitions in, uh, Germany, Britain, US, and Spain wow. and yeah so I've got a very unusual CV I've, no one knows me and yet I've worked on about um, I'd say about between 50 and 60 exhibitions and I've also um, possibly the most iconic one was completing the picture women artists in the Heidelberg school right so I've been known as being something of a feminist art historian and I've, but I've also done some commentary on contemporary art and I'm a member of the art link Journal Editorial Advisory Board, and I'm also a historical consultant and professional historian with the Sheila Art Foundation. The Sheila Art Foundation is a private foundation to support women in the visual arts in Australia. Uh, it's a very new initiative, but it's uh, done some amazing things, and it's about three, four years of existence. So I'm very proud to be working with them as well. Oh, so well, that's a national national impetus, yeah. yes. Yeah, well, that's congratulations. Quite a, that's, yeah, that's quite a varied CV, Juliet. Yeah, so yeah. 
And, and so now, obviously, the one that you're doing now with the city of Dandenong is uh, it's called She of Mind and Body. Yes. Tell us a little bit about that one. Yes, well, I wasn't the actual curator. No, uh, no, you, a, you wrote the essay. I wrote the essay, yeah. and it was uh, Alois Babich was the curator. Mm. But it's a very, very interesting story, and I'm very pleased that you have actually spotted the media release and actually uh, do it, running a little bit of the story on air to tell people about because it's a very important exhibition, but no one knows about it. Mm. It was the, well, the Walker Street Gallery itself is a public gallery supported by the City of Greater Dandenong, and I think that's been in existence for about three decades. And the City of Dandenong, of course, isn't your most, shall we say, culturally, economically sound Location. It's never been a location with great collectors and connoisseurs. It's always been very much more a hard scrabble community, be it an Anglo community, be it a post-war European migration, be it one of the, today. It's one of the most diverse communities, certainly in Victoria, possibly in Australia, are more national groups than and cultural groups than any other. Um, yeah, well, we've actually featured, um, uh, you know, like different exhibitions. Uh, yeah. Over the years, a lot on Sunday Arts Magazine. So why did they ask you to write the, the foreword or the essay that opens uh, this lovely catalogue? Yeah, it's a beautiful catalogue, isn't it? It's mm. really... And, of course, the teal, I must say, Alois chose the teal colour because of the teal revolution. So it's a, ah. it's a feminist... It's a, even the materiality of the catalogue is a feminist yep. statement. And, and what, what well, before we uh, talk about the, your essay, what, what is this exhibition about? Just well, the, the She exhibition is the oldest continuing, continually running public gallery exhibition of women's art in Australia. It's been running since about 1996-1997 and it's always held in an envelope of time that includes International Women's Day. It was inspired by an earlier International Women's Day exhibition that was run by at the Women's Gallery and curated by the Women's Gallery and the Women's Art Register from about 1990 to 1995, which was the year when the Women's Gallery lost their lease. And the curator at Walker Street and the city of Greater Dandenong thought this was such a major opportunity and very much loved by outlying artists that she thought it better be promulgated, continued and promulgated. So um, there's various bits of tra paper traces. Some say 1996, some say 1997. But the fact it followed on from a exhibition that finished in 1995, we think it could be 97, but we're very confident it's 90. We think it could be 96 start, but very confident it's 97 start. So, and it's been continually running every International Women's Day since 1996-97, with the exception of the COVID years. Right, okay. And this um, exhibition uh, features 15, uh, sorry, 10 female textile artists. Yes. Is that right? Yes. The, the um, and, um, and just looking through the catalogue, some of the pieces are fabulous. They're really interesting and... Uh, and you know, like, or, or it's a real plus to get out there and check it out. Yes, it's it's uh, it's just a relatively small gallery. It was originally a fire station, so it's quite bijou, but it has high ceilings yep. and broad, long walls. So it was a very interesting idea to repurpose an old fire station into a gallery. But um, all the artists were selected by Alois, and they are what I'd call generally say very respectable mid-career artists, all of them are expert in textiles, many of whom have had uh, 
collaborations, exhibitions, residencies and um, training overseas. So a lot of them have had global global if not national they certainly have national reputations and a lot of them have had global right. interactions okay as well. and like one of them that i'm looking at it's it's a lot of beautiful needlework um like quilts um, yes yes and uh, but they're not as big as quilts and they're sort of uh, smaller versions and and you're like and it's that art is becoming so popular again isn't yes, it yes yes that quilt making we've got you know so we've got a number of and as i reference in the in the essay where touching on upon a number of feminist art histories and textile art histories in this exhibition, particularly in the mid-70s in America with uh, people such as Judy Chicago, there was a very strong move to start looking at uh, traditional women's art, uh, things such as textiles, domestic art, and saying, well, why aren't these considered as important as uh, male male oil paintings or sculptures? And so there was this conscious effort for feminist artists to revive needlework, to look at textiles and textile techniques as a valid means of expression and putting it in the gallery. At this stage in America, they were also exploring minority cultures and so this is the time when people began to realise the minimalist beauty of, say, the Amish quilts and the extraordinary... um, expressionistic vitality of, say, African-American quilting and Hawaiian quilting. So it wasn't just about sort of mainstream white culture. It was looking at women's domestic arts and saying, well, why aren't these as important as yep. as, as yep. Um, Jackson Pollock's? So yep. that's one stream that we thread yeah. through, and we can see people who are doing very traditional, sometimes meticulous craft, like Emma Shin's textiles and also Neroli Henderson's quilting, but she also adds on a new twist with... Um, digitally printed textile images of naked female bodies, so that reclamation of the female body, against this exquisite floral patterning. She's very well known, even in quilting. She's sort of a crossover artist, both half avant-garde, sort of half contemporary, but also well known in quilting circles uh, for her meticulous handwork. And she's won a lot of prizes in quilt festivals particularly in the US. Yep, yep. And then there's one uh, by an Indigenous artist and yep. there's uh, gum nuts and um, uh, and, and paper, paper bark. bark. But and there's possum the possum skin. possum skin. Now, we we were talking to uh, the director of the Koori uh, Centre last week and we were talking about the possum skins and how the in- inside is often painted. Uh, and like it's beautiful um, what has been painted or or worked uh, in this case uh, inside the possum skin. So, you know, like, uh, that part of the exhibition is stunning in itself. And then there's this boxing. Uh, yes, that, that's, um, and that is Caroline Phillips' sort of boxing bag. We yeah. mean, again, sort of, but it's, that's also political because, you know, it's a boxing bag, but it's also about um, textile. So, again, bringing uh, two worlds together. And she and also... Um, I think it, uh, she and another artist. Let's see. I'll just get her name. Um, yeah. Well, she 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 also references a different uh, tradition. Yes, and she also references a different tradition, which is based upon Eva Hess and also um, now that the French. The f- the French sculptor, um, what's her name? Oh, well, anyway, what, yes, yeah, like, what yes. and, and it's, a, it's an abstract, it's a use mm. of a much more abstract, rather than referencing traditional techniques, it's um, you, a much more av- avant-garde usage of textiles, and again, a challenging steel, stone, all the um, 
all the uh, all the expected ga- white cube. Yes, Kate Sylvester. Yep. Yep. They look at they present a much more abstract, less uh, readable use of textiles, but also um, challenging again what is considered to be the sort of cerebral male, orderly permanent permanencies of art to bring in a sort of much more subjective, a much more abject, a much more transient. Uh, Yes, yeah. Louise, the other artist I was thinking of was Louise Bourgeois. Right. So it's a, again, we've actually got two major but different feminist trends within this, within this exhibition. Yep. And we've also got the, uh, uh local, uh, new Australian artists. So we've got an, Af- we've got an African Australian artist, um, and they're lovely photographs. She's a wonderful photographer. Yep. That's Vonda. And they're printed on a textile substrate, and then she embellishes it with more textile elements. Right. Brilliant. But I love also, uh, Emma Shin. Oh, her uh, work is this. This, this is amazing. extraordinary. Yes, and it's, it's womb, uh, womb for everyone. Yes. Uh, it's, uh, and it's just, Absolutely striking, and and it really um, takes your breath away a little bit. Oh her, her, yes, that's that's what you could say about her her handwork. It is meticulous. It's tapestry. It is remarkable. Every piece I've seen of hers is of that same high standard. So it's all handworked, and she again is someone using very traditional techniques, but with a different context and a content and a different um, political bent yeah well so, what what a fantastic exhibition and your your essay is a couple of pages along at the the beginning of this uh, catalog so people no, get, make make the effort get out there uh, to arts in uh, greater dandenong and and check it out. Well, it's running until the thirty first of March, so can you haven't I, got all that long yeah, to go. And can I just add another thing that also in our little catalogue is they, Alois had a open writing competition. They posted on the internet, and they thought they'd get a few suburban ladies writings groups. Um, checking in and giving them essays. But they had global writers. They had mm-hmm. writers come from many yep. countries, including a remarkable essay about what it's like to be a woman in Iran at the moment. Right. So, um, yep. so that was a, is a stunning thing. And you've got these interesting writers from globally diverse cultures and who are public who are published also in the catalogue and the city of greater dandenong also asked me that there's a event happening that they thought that people might they'd like people to um come and see which is a talk by rebecca coates it's a special the who's a very eminent curator she's been at uh, shepparton art museum and also famous for um revitalizing acca and so she's an accomplished museum director curator public speaker and writing and lecturer and she's going to share her thoughts on women and the arts arts game it's going to be at um Yes, going to be on Tuesday, the twenty third of March, between six and seven pm. It's if you go to the uh, the Arts in Greater Dandenong or the City of Greater Dandenong website, you'll be able to find it. But it's uh, yep. a major curatorial personality, and she's giving a talk there. You need to yep. book. But yep. um, it's, yeah, well, it sounds fantastic, and that's and that's the key to go to the website and yep. and check it out there. And you'll get bio- mini biographies and images yep. of the works yep. and yep. things like that. Yeah. You'll get some of the right, right. more of the writing. Well, thank, the, well, thank you so much for coming in, and um, 
I love it. It's awesome. So yeah, congratulations. And, and there's a lot of information on the website. So if you go if you go to the website, uh, the, the the city of Dandenong uh, website, there's uh, just look up she uh, of mind and body, and then you'll get all the all the all the different um, the things that are happening. It's with that, with certainly worth basically. coming out. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Thank, thank you, so you much. very much for your time. We, we've been talking to uh, to Juliet Pierce on Journal Four Point Nine. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community radio station Joy 94.9. For more podcasts or to support Joy by becoming a member, donating or subscribing, head to joy.org.au. This podcast was produced by Joy Media. You can support Joy's diverse sound and diverse community this June by donating to Joy Radiothon 2024. Go to joy.org.au slash radiothon. And remember, we all flourish with joy. Joy.